It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your teams every day. I am your host, media member, and founder of BricktownBuckets.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That's at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L O Thunderpod. Email the show, L O Thunderpod at gmail.com, or call into the show, 405 362 7128. On today's show, We'll be recapping the Oklahoma City Thunder and Houston Rockets game getting postponed. What does this mean for Oklahoma City on and off the floor? Why is this happening and what it means for the league as a whole, as well as answering some of your questions that have popped up from this whole situation here. This is Locked on Thunder, the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. So the Rockets and Thunder season opener has been postponed uh, and I'm recording this podcast at 5 p.m. on Wednesday, and this will serve as the Thursday episode, but I want to get this out to you as soon as possible because this is a huge story. The Rockets were hit hard by COVID-19 contact tracing. This is why that the game got postponed. Uh, The Rockets have had two to three positive tests. Uh, Nobody knows the exact number, but it's about two to three positive tests, and as a result, there were four other players in contact tracing. Now, James Harden was unavailable due to violating the health and safety protocols of this season. So that is now another Rockets player who's not unavailable. And then an additional Rockets player was out due to injury. Therefore, Houston dips underneath the eight available player rule where you need eight players to be able to go on and play this game. Obviously, they do not have eight players after all of those guys are listed as out. The Thunder are involved in the first postponement of the 2019-2020 season with the Utah Jazz situation in March, and now they're involved in the first postponement of the 2020-2021 NBA season. Neither of them were due to their own outbreaks or their own positive tests. It's just happened circumstance of playing the team that first gets the, the COVID outbreak, if you want to call it an outbreak. I'm not sure what you would define as an outbreak. Two tests, three tests, four tests, whatever this is. They have to play the first team that that contracts COVID for the year. So the big question becomes, what comes next, right? What's next for the Thunder? Well, number one, the Thunder season opener now moves to Saturday against the Charlotte Hornets, and they've already flown back to Oklahoma City, and they're going to go to Charlotte on Christmas Day. 
And you might be wondering, well, why aren't they going to just go ahead and make this up with these two off days on the 24th or the 25th? Uh, well, number one, again, I just read off the list of Rockets players who are unavailable. I'm not sure they'd have eight players even tomorrow. Uh, and then number two, that takes out Christmas Eve. Number two, there's no way that you play on Christmas because the NBA would then have to expand the Christmas Day slate, which is so important. And, and Christmas Day is not a normal NBA day where you can just have games willy-nilly. There's different contract rules with TV partners and things like that to where you cannot make this game up on Christmas. And then the Thunder play a new game on Saturday against the Charlotte Hornets. So you're going to see this game get made up later on in this season and likely in that second half of the season, not even before March, because that's why the NBA released this schedule in two parts. So that way they can deal with things like this one. For the Rockets, it's a lot harder to predict what happens or to know what happens as we do know with the Thunder what comes next. For the Rockets, it's hard to tell because you have to think, number one, how many players are actually in quarantine? Because we don't know when the quarantine started. We don't know whenever those quarantines are going to end. We don't know the quarantine rules for each player and what kind of levels of exposure that they had. Number two, we're not sure whenever James Harden can be available because the league has just said he's out due to violating the rules, not what the punishment is for violating those rules. So what if the league suspends James Harden for three games or four games and that takes him off the list? And then the injury, uh, it's just a normal basketball injury. We're not sure whenever that's going to get healed up. So then that still leaves you without eight players or possibly without eight players on Saturday whenever the Rockets had their next scheduled game. So their future is in question. And you can do the math in your head and things like that, but we're still unsure the exact number of how many players they are below that eight-player threshold. So to try to think of or predict if the Rockets will play on Saturday, I don't even know where to start with that one because of all these variables. And then there was another question you know, on the topic of the Rockets roster. Why don't they just sign somebody else? Why don't they just sign more players? Well, obviously, those players have to go through COVID protocols and isolate and quarantine the way that Frank Kaminsky is right now, who got picked up by the Suns. So signing more players does not help you, not for today and not even for Saturday. So that is also off the table. And so this game is postponed due to the NBA following the protocols that they've set out for themselves, that the league agreed to, and that the players agreed to, and that the media, you know, there was no big uproar of the NBA protocols. So we'll talk about the reaction from all of this in a second, but that's something that's very important for you to, to be aware of whenever you continue on with this season and you continue on with the reactions from this first cancellation. When the ground rules were laid out and the protocols were put out and put into place, there was no big backlash to the league. There was none of this, well, you know, you shouldn't play right now from a health and safety standpoint of COVID. Now, there was some backlash of, okay, well, this is kind of soon to turn around and play a game uh, already and start the season already. But from the health and safety COVID aspect of it, there was not a lot of people who were beating the table of these protocols will not work. Uh, this is it's too soon to start COVID-wise. There was not a lot of people doing that right now. So the fact that there are some people just bashing the NBA right now is kind of disingenuous to me. And we'll talk about that pretty soon because... When you look at baseball, when baseball put out their plan to play and they put out their loose protocols and then immediately you're seeing these players live on TV, not following the protocols, much less following protocols in their own personal time. When you're seeing you know, the league say, okay, you can't spit on the field and then the players are spitting on the field. When you see things like that, everyone knew immediately the first moment that the media got their hands on the protocols, this is going to be a disaster. And it was a disaster. And it never got better, including seeing a positive player celebrate on the field with the World Series trophy. 
when the NFL put out their protocols, there was some backlash of, okay, these protocols do not seem too sturdy, do not seem sound. When the NBA did it, it was more so the focus on playing on Christmas and playing on the 22nd uh, versus waiting and playing in January for the recovery of the athletes that played in the Disney World bubble. And you're always going to have people who didn't want to play this season, but those people were few and far between, unlike in other sports. So again, I want to get to the reaction from everyone as this news broke. Why are they even playing? Uh, what is the NBA thinking? And, and go through each point and, and try to explain this all and try to figure out uh, where this reaction is even coming from. We're also going to talk about what this means for the Thunder specifically uh, and, and what it means basketball-wise, even if you don't just want to hear 30 minutes of someone talking about this virus has really impacted your world over the last year. It's going to continue to impact it uh, as we move forward here. But I do want to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. Are you ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. The NFL regular season is finishing up, and the playoff picture is becoming more and more clear. There's only one place to go that has you covered and one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. Listen, there are so many sports going on right now. You can bet on college football. You can bet on college basketball. You could bet on the NFL. You could bet on the NBA. There's so much. And the NHL starting in like a month, I think. So go check out Locked On NHL. BetOnline.ag has you covered. Right now, you can still get some NBA future odds. I'm taking Shea Gildas Alexander to win the MIP award. You can still quickly bet on the over-unders for teams. It's all in front of you still at BetOnline.ag. So do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code Locked On and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportbook experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners over at betonline.ag and also follow them on social media at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use our promo code Locked On when you sign up and you can use our sign up bonus. Hashtag betonline on social media. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're back on Locked On Thunder, and I want to tell you about our good friends over at Locked On Bets. Locked On Bets has you covered because the holiday season is here, and it's about giving. So let me give you a hot tip that could earn you some extra cash. The new Locked On Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is red hot to start the season, and he shares a lock of the day on every single episode. So subscribe to Locked on Bets today, wherever you get your podcast from. Go check them out whenever you're done with this podcast. So I want to dive into right now on Locked on Thunder, the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder, the reaction from the first game getting postponed this season in the NBA. So the first reaction, of course, is why is the NBA even playing? Why are they even trying to do this season? What are they thinking? Let's take a step back for a second. And let's remember that this was expected. We talked about what happened when the league released their protocols. Nobody was saying that they shouldn't play at that point. But we also all knew and understood there would be positive tests. 
there would be cancellations. There would be postponements. And the NBA has combated for that by splitting up the schedule release in two halves. This is what everyone, including the league, was planning for. And this is what everyone, including every other sports league, has dealt with. The NBA is no longer in their bubble environment. This season is going to be different than last season. You cannot hold it up to last season's standpoint. You just can't. The NBA could not handle another bubble. We all knew that for an entire season. And so since you're not playing in the bubble, you're going to deal with postponements. You're going to deal with positive tests. And it's so disingenuous to think that this wouldn't happen or to say that since there's one cancellation, the league should just pack it up and just quit the season or that the league is, is so heartless for playing this year. When all that happened is something that we expected. We knew this was going to happen. Again, it's why the league split up the schedule in two parts. What's the difference in the fact that this happened on what should have been the Thunder season opener? Again, these two teams have played a full preseason slate, so they've played games before against other teams. But what's the difference in this being the regular season opener or this being game 13? We knew it was going to happen. Just because it happens opening night doesn't mean this was less expected. And again, they've been traveling and playing other teams well before tonight. So if you look at it from a COVID standpoint and, and a travel and protocols and getting the season started standpoint, the season in that way has been started since December 1st. And they've been playing preseason games. They've been doing the training camp business. They've been doing all of that. And it happened opening night. This just happens to be whenever the most people care about the sport. As you see TNT breaking records and you see the NBA setting social media records from last night's opening slate. But again, I ask you, what's the difference in the NBA postponing game one versus the NFL postponing game you know, week two? Or baseball having massive outbreaks in that first weekend series, the Marlins and Phillies. It was only a matter of time and it came in night one. The second big reaction is, this is all James Harden's fault. This is all James Harden's fault. And James Harden has been incredibly irresponsible. His acts have been downright despicable, given the climate we're living in. He deserves extremely harsh punishment. He deserves to be punished more than anyone ever has under Adam Silver's commissionership. To make this season work, it takes everyone buying into these protocols to make the league work. Unlike what baseball had happen, where the Cardinals didn't buy in, the Marlins didn't buy in, the Braves didn't buy in. Go read up on those situations. Go read up on what was happening before baseball cracked down and literally had officers in each floor of the hotel to ensure these guys were not sneaking out at night, you know, whenever they're on the road. Go read up on what happened before baseball did that. It was a disaster in Major League Baseball. It takes everyone buying in the protocols. No matter how mad you are at your organization, no matter how much you want to trade, no, no matter anything else in your life that's happening, you have to buy in if you want to play in the NBA. If you want to play Major League Baseball or the NFL, you have to buy in. We knew that was going to be the case. And James Harden has not bought in. James Harden has been insanely irresponsible. The reason this game got postponed is due to the fact that three other players went and got their haircuts at an apartment complex. And it's due to other positive tests. To our knowledge, James Harden is not positive. He's just extremely reckless, and he's being punished for that by the league. Does James Harden play a part in this? Absolutely. 
but he's not the only reason that this happened. Each and every criteria has to be met in these protocols for this season to work. And the NBA, like every other sport, is going to have to deal with that wake-up call. Again, baseball literally had to put hall monitors in each floor of the hotel room to get those guys to buy in. To ensure that everyone understood the magnitude of what's happening. The NBA has to buy in. James Harden does. The players needing a haircut do. The players who have not been in trouble do. Everyone has to continue to buy in. But I understand the outrage for James Harden. He deserves it. He deserves the public backlash. He deserves the NBA backlash. He deserves extreme punishment from the league. But it's not only James Harden's fault. There's a bigger picture here. But this is the new reality. This is the new reality for the NBA. You're not watching a sport that's taking place in a bubble anymore. Each and every day, you will not know if the game truly will be played that night until the ball is tipped in the air. We all knew this coming in, and to act shocked is just so disingenuous. We've seen the NFL play on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and cancel their game and shift their schedule and and do everything under the sun to make that season go. We've seen baseball do the same thing, where the Marlins have no off days in like 50 straight days. Doubleheaders every day. We've seen college football and basketball cancel games. College football is in their postseason. They've made it. College basketball, no signs of, of canceling their sport despite so many games being postponed. All of these leagues are on their way or already have completed their season. Once again, the difference between this happening on day one and week two or three matters not. This league is not doomed to fail because it happened opening night. It'll only be doomed to fail if these players do not buy in and make the right choices and follow each and every protocol to a T where there's no question mark if what you're doing is allowed within the protocol rules. Like James Harden didn't know that he couldn't have a sit-down meal with his friends who just got a job promotion. You have to know before you do something. This is not a scenario where you can go do something and ask for forgiveness later. You have to understand each and everything that you're doing. But because this happened on day one and not the Thunder canceling a game that's buried into a mid-January slate... It doesn't matter. This was going to happen. It did happen. What happens now, though? What happens from this point forward? And to me, you have to trust the NBA. So far, the only misstep that the league has had so far is not expanding the amount of players who are on every single team. And even with that, the counterpoint could be, well, these guys are going to travel together anyway. They're going to have to play together. The contact tracing would still presumably be the same to where even if you do expand the rosters, you now just have more players in quarantine versus more players available. Who knows the thought process, but that's the only decision that you can truly look at and disagree with so far from the NBA. They have done everything possible to make this season work. They continue to do everything possible to make this season work. And this league has built up enough trust and currency with the players, with the organizations, with the fan bases, with everyone to have faith that this will work out. But eventually, it's no longer on the league anymore. Eventually, it's on the players. 
So again, don't freak out. Take a step back and understand this was all expected. Might have not been today. Might have not been Christmas Day. But we knew eventually this was going to happen. And it did happen. But this stuff will work itself out. And that's the bottom line. Now, you can debate whether you should just keep pushing ahead the way baseball did, seeing a positive test literally on the field, celebrating a World Series and causing an outbreak after the season. You can debate if this should happen. But if you're only basing it on if this season will finish or not, there's nothing to be worried about so far. I don't think that this is damning on the league's protocols or that they're too loose or too tight or whatever. I think that this is just proof that one decision, if it's going out to eat with someone who just got promoted at their job, if it's going to get your hair cut, one decision can unravel things for this league. And maybe this is the wake-up call that each player needed, no matter if they're buying it or not yet, to where there's a lot at stake here for the players, the teams, the league. Don't make that one bad decision. That's easier said than done. So we'll see what the future holds for this league. But even as the Thunder see their season open or canceled, I am not going to act as though the sky is falling and that the season will not be completed. Coming up, I want to talk about what this means for the Thunder on the floor and why this is a precursor to the difficulties that Oklahoma City will have achieving the goals that they want to achieve this season. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're back on the Locked On Thunder podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And when the show is over, go check out Locked On Women's Basketball, the only daily podcast covering the world of women's hoops. Join an all-star cast of hosts each day of the week for a comprehensive look at the world of the WNBA women's college basketball, and international competition that you simply will not find anywhere else. Subscribe to Locked on Women's Basketball wherever you find your favorite podcasts. We're back on Locked on Thunder, the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I want to transition into what this means on the floor for Oklahoma City. And I know it's kind of a a tough transition because of how deadly and extreme this virus is. But on the floor, today was a good example of why tanking this season, if you're on Team Tank and you want this team to go 0-72 and have a 14% chance to draft Cade Cunningham, that the road to that is almost just as difficult as winning an NBA championship. Look, I know everyone will get the same reused jokes off on Twitter. You've seen 500,000 people tweet out, well, the, the, the NBA wanted the Rockets to forfeit, but the Thunder didn't want the win. <laughs> Well, the NBA wanted to just hand the the Thunder the win. They said, no, thank you. Well, the Rockets actually could have played, but they would have been so short-handed the Thunder would have won, so they called the game off. Okay, we get it. You think that the Thunder are going to tank. Number one, the players on this team are not trying to tank. The tanking is done, again, by upper management. It's not done by the players on the the team. So here's the difficulties. I want to take you back to around 11 a.m. this morning. Around 11 a.m., we got the first report of something happening in Houston. 
And at first it looked as though that due to contact tracing, Houston would be without DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall, James Harden. And maybe one or two other players, but by no means would the game be canceled. At that point, the Thunder go from a six and a half point underdog, as we talked about on yesterday's preview show, to the favorites. You see that number go from six and a half down to three and a half. And eventually it became clear the Thunder would be the better team on the floor tonight if the game was still played. So already we got a glimpse into what the contact tracing could do to tanking. Because if this game gets played, the Thunder win. They just do. They win this game. Now, luckily, in this world, even if you're a diehard tanking supporter, in this world, if you beat Houston, you're still improving a draft pick that the Thunder, that the Thunder own. You're still doing some good as it results to the 2021 NBA draft class. But if this happens against the Lakers or someone like that, God forbid, and you play a worst version of the, of the Lakers and you win that game, then that does go against the whole tanking idea. Along with the fact that this team is not going to get blown out every single night, they're going to be a fun little team to watch, and they might steal a couple wins on their own. So you take contact tracing, which almost saw the Thunder win this game tonight, if it was going to get played, and you mix that with the new load managing protocols to where teams can you know, load manage their star players, or any player, but still their star players are the main thing, whenever they're not playing a national televised game. Well, the Thunder have zero nationally televised games in the first half of the season. You expect they're going to have zero in the second half as well. So you could see some teams needing to contact trace. You could see some stars load managing. And all of a sudden, once again, this Thunder team turns into a fun, competitive bunch. And they win a couple games that they shouldn't win. And that pushes you more and more towards the middle and further and further away from that 14% chance to win the lottery. So no matter what this season is in store, if it's a magical ride where the Thunder find a way to get to the top 10 and, and make the play in, or if it's bottoming out, no matter what, the route to get there to whatever destination is in store will be more wild than ever before. And there's gonna be more obstacles than ever before. And we'll see what happens. So on tomorrow's show, which will be Christmas Day, we will be previewing the Charlotte Hornets contest, which now turns into the Thunder season opener. Oklahoma City's Festivus record remains at 4-3, and three, so they're above 500 on Festivus. I think I know what kind of grievances that Thunder fans are airing right now. This has been Locked on Thunder, the only daily podcast about the Oklahoma City Thunder. I am Ryland Styles. Follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Thunder. Perfect ending to a historic day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 